That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and we are in day two of our summer tour. We have a New York state of mind with the New York, the New York, the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 gotta suck it up. We're in did it tonight. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> Rock and it's gonna work for me. And you just got planted. That's what it is. This court is adjourned. It is Commissioner Cooper. Welcome to Sophistication Station. I'm here to save the fantasy roster. And it's time for TSS Fantasy! All right, ladies and gentlemen, get ready. Yeah, yeah let's go! T-S-T-S-T-S, oh. let's go! Let's go. Let's go. Oh, man, I was hoping his mic would just be out for the rest of the night. Unfortunately not. Let's just start the introductions with Fred. Welcome into the studio, Fred the Jester Reyes. I've been waiting for this season for so long. I've been waiting for this time. Let's go, baby. Jets time. Let's talk about Jets football. Oh, man, boy, it's going to be a long night. Let's welcome into the studio, Justin Jesus Herrera. Hey, I'm repping uh, the green for you, Freddie. I found the ugliest green I have in the house, and I'm repping it for you, bud. I'm excited for your season. Um, you're definitely uh, one of my favorite teams in the East right now, the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. We all know Justin's a closet Jets fan. It's all good. I even busted out the green tonight. And by the way, even wore the brown jacket since you were busting my chops about always wearing the black. <laughs> Welcome into the studio, our friend Nick. You got slandered, Macaronis. Hey, um, you know what? It's Wednesday. We got the NBA Finals on. Uh, you know what it feels like? It feels a good night for a bender. We should go on a bender tonight. We should go on a big bender tonight. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. We are definitely set for a big bender indeed. We got a lot of fun stuff for the New York Jets tonight. I'm excited. Don't forget, go to tssfantasy.com. Look at all of our latest rankings. Still waiting on Fred's. Don't forget also to visit our sponsors. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We'll double the deposit up to $100. Jazz Sportsbook as well. We have lots of great different sponsorships every month. Um, and also Pro Am Belts. Make sure you go visit them today. Also, hit that subscribe button. You're on the Fantasy Sports Corporation. Let all the latest and greatest and all types of shows we got for you. So come check us out. Stay. Hit the notification bell so you can get all of our great stuff. All right. Well, I'm going to say adieu to you, gentlemen. We'll see you back a little later when we do our fantasy focus. We're going to bring our guest in in a second. Before we do that, you know how we start things. Let's take a visit from the dock. That's right. The doctor is in. We're kicking off again our summer tour. We're in New York to talk about the stinky Jets. Dr. Miller, welcome into the studio, sir. Thank you, Commissioner. Let's start with Aaron Rodgers, 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. So last year, for the first time in his career, he finished outside the top 10 in fantasy, finishing QB 13. Flanders this season has 11 over Tua, Wilson, and Jones. Um, I think you, as well as Justin, having him at 18 and 16 are more appropriate rankings for this season. But regardless of whether he has a big fantasy season, he's an incredibly durable player. Played in 15 or more games over the last 12 season, 17 games last season. He's 10% to the bench. Brees Hall, we talked about him after week seven last year when he sustained his ACL tear. At that time, last year, week seven, I said, 
this is going to affect him next season too. He's not ready for training camp, although the Jets are optimistic, or according to their coach, quote, very optimistic, he'll be ready to play week one. Regardless, we've seen how much running backs fantasy performance suffers in their first season after an ACL repair. We're going to put something in the show notes, a little bit of evidence to support this. But briefly, in the first season after ACL repair, running backs have significantly decreased rushing yards, receptions, receiving yards, touchdowns, and total fantasy points. So don't look for a breakout season for him. He may very well be a great pick in 24. Remember, he's just 22 years old. But do not draft him this year. Maybe get him on the waivers late season. 75% to the bench. Lastly, Alan Lazard, Lazard, excuse me, left OTAs early last Tuesday, but later tweeted he was 100% okay and that he was, quote, hit in the gonads during practice. I think he's going to be a great late draft surprise for somebody. As long as he doesn't get hit in the gonads again, 20% to the bench. 100% to the bench for Mrs. Lazard. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, Doc. First of all, Doc, I love you, but there is no way anyone is getting Brees Hall on the waiver wire. Just bringing that up. Just want to throw that out there. All right. Listen, as Nick alluded to, we got a bender. We got a Jude. We got a chaos. We got it all. We got some great guests to bring in. Let's bring them in. Talk about the New York Jets. Our next stop on our summer tour is the beautiful city of New York, where we break down the disgusting 2023 New York Jets. That lady say disgusting. She's fired. Get her out of here. Let's welcome in our guest to the studio. First, the, our friend, neighbor, our buddy, Howard Bender. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Commissioner Cooper, thanks so much for having me. Uh, listen, diehard Jets fan here, so I am. Uh, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. Bis, I know we got cer certain people are a little excited, especially in our studio. Uh, we I had to bring him in to hang out with us, Mister Freddie. All right, let's welcome in our buddy Jude. Welcome into the studio, my friend. Appreciate you coming in here. Oh yeah, no problem. Thank thank y'all for having me on. Very excited about the season. Probably the most excited I've been for a season ever. You know, I've only been a fan since 2015, and this is a season with, like, legit playoff aspirations, maybe even Super Bowl. So definitely excited for this upcoming year. And, of course, thank you guys so much for having me. Jude's calling Super Bowl. I can't even believe it. Let's also welcome in another great friend to the show. Been on quite a few times. Our buddy Jeremy from Jets Lounge Chaos. Welcome into the studio, my friend. What's going on? It's good to be here. We appreciate uh, Yeah, I'm excited to talk about the Jets. Excited about this season. Um, it's going to be a good one. We appreciate you coming in, my friend. All right, well, we're going to start out tonight. We're going to talk about the last – we're going to start tonight, and I'm going to play a little game with you guys to start things out. Look at Freddie. He's already in our comments talking smack already like you're you're here on here let's talk about it here. all right anyway we're, <laughs> we're let's talk about last season and as i bring up a few stats i just want to play a little game with you guys a little word association game so when i get done i would like to hear in three words or less you sum up last year's season and of course i'll give you a chance to expand on it but let's talk about it you guys were seven and ten last season that was good for fourth in the afc east um, Patriots had a little bit of a surge there towards the end, but yada, yada, that's what they normally do. Um, let's talk about the offensive stats because that's important as we bring up this year. Points per game last year, you guys were 29th with 17.4. Yards per game were 25th. Passing yards per game, 15th. Rush yards per game, 25th. So the offense, a.k.a. not so good. Go into the defensive stats, points per game. Fourth in the league, 18.6 per game. Yards against 311, that's also good for fourth. Passing yards per game, you were third. That's also very important, 189.4. Rush yards per game, 121.7 with and 16. Now, we all know what happened with the QB situation. We all got the, the mom jokes with Zach Wilson. We know, you know, he obviously hopefully has learned a valuable lesson in humility and what it takes to be a leader. And if he hasn't, he will be learning uh, coming up this year, hopefully. Um, so I'm going to leave it up. Let's go around the room first. Howard, I'll go to you first. Give me three words or less. And of course, you expand on it. How you feel about last year's season? Uh, disappointingly poor character. 
that's that's what last season means to me uh, in a nutshell with, you know, everything that went down with Zach Wilson and Mike White and the T-shirts and all that stuff. It was just poor character. We, uh, we want to talk about the game itself. Great. But that's kind of what trumped the season last year in a, in a disappointing way. Yeah, indeed. Like, you know, all the turmoil all around Zach Wilson, when you guys really did have some high expectations, I talked about it on our show prior. I was sitting in our swimming pool and I had a TV out here and I watched your preseason game against the Giants. It was the only game, only dis- game I caught of the Jets in preseason, but I was very impressed with Brees Hall. Uh, you could see he's got juice and he's a very exciting player. Um, so anyway, long story short, it was disappointing. I do agree. Jeremy, what do you think, my friend? What did you think of last year? Three words or less. New York Infirmary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people will forget we were actually a top 12 offense, and that was with one of the worst quarterback play in the NFL um, up until um, game seven when Brees Hall and AVT went down. Um, and ABT was already filling in for multiple injuries in the offensive tackle position. And I don't think there are many teams that could be five, six offensive tackles deep, you know, into their roster playing guys they find off the junk pile um, that are going to do much. No, agreed. And not only that, with your questions at quarterback, expanding that issue. So, yeah, totally with you on that. Jude, what do you say, my brother? How how'd you feel about last year in three words or less? did not finish you know this was you know we started off extremely hot you know with Brees hall and you know like like jerry just mentioned you know we were all cylinders firing we were five and two at one point this year one of the best records in the afc and i remember at one point we had a legit chance to be the number one team in the afc i want to say if we would have beat the patriots and the bills would have lost or something we would have been the number one team in the AFC East. We lost the game to the Patriots, and it kind of all went downhill from there. Well, I mean, we, we beat the Patriots, we lost it to the Patriots, beat the Bills, and then it went downhill from there. We had the Mike White game. You know, we had a couple flashes here and there, but we just did not finish the year. I mean, we were 7-10. and 10. We almost made the playoffs. If we would have had, you know, some type of quarterback play, could have potentially made it, but we just did not finish. It's what Sal has been telling the team this entire offseason. He's saying we did not finish and we lost the last six games of last year. So this season, we got to finish what we started last year and hopefully finally make it back to the playoffs. Speaking of Sal, I mean, I mean, I hate to even say it, but you can't help but be a football fan and not like your head coach. I mean, honestly, I hate to even say that, but, you know, come on, come on. You got to get it out of me. All right, Fred, let's hear it. I've heard it a hundred times already, but give me three words or less. What do you think of the Jets season and expand on it? Uh, last year, too damn immature. Uh, Zach Wilson on the podium saying what he said, especially <clears throat> about the defense didn't take blame. Elijah Moore coming out uh, just – you know, not happy even when even I'll start. Um, uh, oh my god, um, um, uh, the wide receiver, uh, uh Garrett Wilson, Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. Yep, every time a pass wasn't thrown, excuse me, <clears throat> every time a pass wasn't thrown correctly, he's throwing his hands up in the air. So, there's a lot of immaturity on the offensive line. Uh, I mean, in the whole offense in, in totality, except for maybe Brees Hall, uh, defense was stellar. But uh, that's why you bring in the new quarterback. It's going to leave all that uh, immaturity. All right. Well, yeah, speaking of that, good segue, my brother. Appreciate that. Let's stop talking about what was. Let's talk about what will be. You got marquee additions, obviously, the big Aaron Rodgers acquisition. Um, Alan Lazard coming over, or Mr. Laser, as uh, Dr. Miller liked to refer to him. Randall Cobb, you just picked up Mercurl um, Hardman, if I always say that incorrectly as well. So offensively, some good additions. Um, honestly, like I saw some defensive additions as well, um, but nothing really more marquee, I think, than what you got going on offensively, which is what you needed. You did, of course, lose Mike White to America's team, the Miami Dolphins. Elijah Moore uh, is gone. Braxton Berrios, also a Finn as well. And the draft, you guys did very well in the draft. You round one, Will McDonald, the linebacker from Iowa. Joe Tipman, the center from Wisconsin in round two. Round four was Carter Warren, the tackle from Pittsburgh. I'm not even going to try to butcher all this, but I'm going to try it. Israel Abiconda, the running back from Pittsburgh in round five. Zaire Barnes, the linebacker, Westford, uh, Western Michigan in round six. Also, Jarek Bernard Converse, cornerback out of LSU. And Zach Kuntz, tight end 
from Old Dominion uh, to finish things off. So that's what is now going into this season. A tough AFC East, as you all know. It's going to be a very big battle, but I want to know predictions. Howard, I'm going to go to you first. What is your prediction this season for the New York Jets? I mean, listen, I, you know, obviously fixing the quarterback situation was, was huge. And, and we do, we have a very competitive team. We have a very strong offense, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers taking control. Um, you know, you, you kind of, you're, you're locking into Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett, uh, bringing that old green Bay magic. That's the new offensive scheme that they're going to end up, uh, you know, implementing here is, uh, you know, is, is that going to be the game changer for the jets? Will Brees Hall come back with his, uh, uh, with his knee and, and, you know, is he going to be the, the running back that we need? We know that we've got a decent passing game and we know that Aaron Rodgers can do, you know, what he does in a, in a roundabout sort of way, not, you know, what he once was, but he's still going to be a, a massive improvement on the, on the QB position. Um, we won seven games last year. Vegas has the, uh, the, the wins total right now at nine and a half. Can the jets win 10 games this year? I think they can. They've got a, a soft back end schedule where they're playing like the Washington commanders. Uh, they've got the Houston Texans, uh, but front loaded right now, just have the seventh toughest strength of schedule uh, in the NFL. So I think they're right there on the cusp. If I'm going to, if I'm going to bet it, I'm going to take over. So I think the Jets come away as a 10-win team, and I think that they will hopefully land themselves into a playoff spot and maybe do something beyond the first round. So that's kind of where I have that. I like it. I will just say on the back end of that schedule, don't forget you got that L coming on Black Friday. Just don't forget that. Jeremy, how about you, my friend? What do you say? <laughs> What's your prediction for this season? I'm a little bit more optimistic. You know, I I, I don't take strength of schedule too seriously before a season starts because it always changes because you never know who's going to surprise who's not going to surprise um last year was completely reversed from what jets fans thought um so that's not what i think about what i think about is the fact that we went from the 32nd best quarterback play in the nfl to aaron Rodgers. so it's not just and the jets were never a team that needed an aaron Rodgers in in his prime like if you look at what we were going into week seven, the trajectory of the team, we needed competent quarterback play. I think we're getting a lot more than competent quarterback play. And I think we've done a lot to assure that the defense will continue to be a top five defense, if not better. Um, and when I look at just history, I say Aaron Rodgers had a top five defense once in his career. He won a Super Bowl. Um, I look at the record of Green Bay all those years. When, uh, when Rodgers had a strong team with them and around him, and there were so many seasons where they won 12, 13, 14 games, I would be disappointed with anything under 11. I'm thinking 11, 12 wins. Nice. I like it. I like it. Jude, how about you? What's your prediction, my friend? You know, I'm kind of in the same boat with everyone else. I'm thinking around 10 to 12 wins. Definitely feel like the Jets hit that over. You know, knock on wood, hoping we do. But I'm definitely feeling the over 10 to 12 wins somewhere in that area. You know, the Jets won seven games last season without really any legit quarterback play for a lot of games. Sure, the schedule is different currently right now. It's one of the toughest in the NFL, but things change all the time. You know, we say the end of our schedule is super easy, but that was – supposed to be the case last year and then we lose the last six games of the year so you never know what's going to happen in the nfl for all we know the houston texans could be the next cincinnati Bengals. i highly doubt it's going to happen but you never know what's going to happen in the nfl but this defense is extremely good i mean top five unit in the nfl last year you had two all-pro players in Corner Williams and Sauce Gardner. I mean, the cornerback duo you have with Sauce Gardner and DJ Reed might be one of the best in the NFL. Defensive line is extremely deep and extremely talented with, of course, Corner Williams and all the edge rushers the New York Jets have as well. And, you know, you have a Pro Bowl linebacker in C.J. Mosley. You know, this defense, I definitely feel like, has a chance to be top five once again in the NFL just because we retained so many of the starters. I mean, you look at the only starter that's probably not coming back from last year, it's probably going to be Sheldon Rankins, maybe Quan Alexander, you know, the Marcus Joyner in the safety room, although that's not really much of a key loss. So you're retaining mostly your same defensive players. Another year in Jeff Oldbridge's system, it's going to go well, potentially top five again, and that defense 
He's carrying us to wins last year, keeping us in games. And like Jeremy said, all we needed was a competent quarterback, and now we got one in Aaron Rodgers. I mean, now we finally have a good quarterback, a Hall of Fame level quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. Finally, have one in the building, and with the weapons we have on offense, it's not, you know, insane weapons. It's not a top five weapon group in the NFL, but it's solid, serviceable guys. You have a potential star in Garrett Wilson. Who knows how Brees Hall is going to return from his injury? You know, Dr. Mike said, don't even draft him in fantasy football. So he might not be high on in 2023, but Brees Hall can come back and be at least a shell or similar to what he was in 2023. I feel like we're set off in the running back room. And then, you know, outside of Garrett Wilson, the receiver room, you got Alan Lazard, Harmon, Corey Davis, Randall Cobb, Aaron Rodgers, his best friend. Plus a very deep tight end group with C.J. Uzama, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Rucker, who's been having a very good offseason so far. And who knows what Zach Prince is going to do with the seventh round pick. So the Jets have solid weapons on offense, a Hall of Fame quarterback. If injuries can up on the offense line, it's a solid running group and a top five defense that should be good enough to win a 10 to 12 this year. Definitely thinking playoffs. And if we don't make the playoffs, the season is a disaster 100%. <laughs> Fred, how about you, sir? <laughs> well, I think he said a mouthful, but um, honestly, I, I, I think I think our offense is going to be a, a top ten. I think we win. I think we go eleven and six. I think our defense is going to be a tad bit better because of Will McDonald. I know a lot of people um, either loved it or hated the pick. I liked it. Uh, I don't know if you know, but on defense, Salah uses a, a wide nine scheme, which means he gets to come off the edge unblocked. Where in Iowa State. He actually was inside the tackle, so he didn't really utilize his speed, quickness, and hands. So I think that helps the defense a little bit. I think we go up to top three on defense, and I think maybe top 10, 15 offense, 11 and 6, I'm thinking. Uh, It's really the first six-game gauntlet. If we go three and three or better, I'm a happy camper. Yeah, I mean, all you guys are pretty much in the same wheelhouse. I'm really of the mindset of this squad, and I'm, you know, I jokingly put up Jets hater, but I am a little. But I I am of the mindset to, you know, if I'm looking at it just as a football perspective, I feel like the Jets could be one of two things, either really good or they might be really bad because of Aaron Rodgers. And if he gets in his little pouty in the New York offense and you know, the New York media, I'm sorry, that's my only concern with this team. But as I, you know, as you've all, all mentioned, the fact of the matter is you guys were a good team without a good quarterback. You have a great quarterback now. So how could you not be better? Just makes sense. Right. All right, so we've talked all serious business. Let's have a little fun. I like the way it's broken up, too. So I'm going to do Fred and Howard versus Jude and Jeremy right now. We're going to do fantasy. Well, because you guys are side by side, so I can do you guys against each other. So let's do the fantasy quiz show Jets edition. And by the way, just so everyone knows, fantasy quiz shows run just like fantasy family feud, basically. So you get three strikes on your team and you guys have played it before and you guys know what's up. You guys know the deal. Let's get it on. It's the fantasy quiz show time. There seems to be no sign of intelligence. It's the fantasy quiz show. Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. All right, it's not going to be a long game tonight because we got Jets experts in the building tonight. All right, they're right next to me. Let's get them to start it off. It's Fred versus Jeremy in round one. Here we go. Top five answers on the board. We're going to go with quarterbacks all time. I'm looking for the top five QBs with the most Thrown TDs. Quick, I that went so quick I didn't even hear it. All I heard was the check. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to whoever said whatever they said. I know somebody got it. All right. So what what was the, I'm assuming someone said Joe Namath. I'm assuming. Uh, are we supposed to just yell out answers? I was, yes. I was going to say Ken O'Brien. Who who did someone say Ken? Eason, touchdown leaders? 
so yes, we're going touchdown. But hold on one second. So we're so I get so we got Ken O'Brien with he was number two at with 124 is what I got. Did someone say Joe Namath and I just missed the ex- thank you judge coming in? No, no, no. So that was my mistake. I was jumping the gun with Fred because Fred was over here like like this, like and I was like, all right. So everybody freaking knows that Joe Namath is up there, and I, I thought that he had gotten it, but. That was my mistake on that one, and the thank correct you, answer was Ken O'Brien. Okay, thank you. Okay, so that <laughs> I'm glad I got a judge in the back now too. So I got Jeremy and Jude. You guys got control of the board. All right. So you first of all, you got Ken O'Brien. Let's go next. Next. And you were gifted Joe Namath. <laughs> go, ahead hit, go ahead and hit it, Justin. That's correct. <laughs> Are, are you a Jets fan if you don't know Joe Namath? Right. <laughs> He's number one on the board with 170. All right. So what else you got, guys? Jude, uh, we'll, go, we'll, we'll go to Jude since you answered the first one. Jude, what you got? Give me Vinny Testaverde. Vinny Testaverde. Colorbind Crusader is on the board. He's number five with 77 TDs. All right, you're missing number three and number four. Uh, I'd say Chad Pennington. Chad Pennington. What a a storied list this is. Number five. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the greatest of all time. All right, (laughs) Chad Chad Pennington on the list at number four with 82. You're missing number three. Mark Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Uh, Jeremy, you got a guess? Um, let's see. Uh, who, who are we missing? Who are we missing? Um, so you so so far the answers are Joe Namath, number one, Ken O'Brien two. Chad Pennington, four. Vinny Testaverde, number five. You're missing a number three. Okay, I'm going to have to go with... <laughs> I'm going to have to go with... Uh, who, 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 I had in my head that I forgot. Uh, who was I thinking? Um, uh, shoot, it was right in my head. I lost it. Um, oh, uh, Richard Todd. Richard Todd! They take round one. Great sweep there. Richard Todd is number three on this list with, uh, I'm sorry, 110 TD passes. All right, Howard and Jude, you guys are up. Mono Imano. We're going to go to the running back position. Top five answers on the board. I'm looking for all-time running backs with the most rushing yards in just history. History, Kurt, Curtis Martin. Curtis Martin. Wow. That is. Yeah, I knew the judge was off on that one. Curtis Martin actually is numero uno on the list. 10,302. Howard, you guys control. Fred, what you got? My boy, this is what made me a Jet fan. Freeman McNeil. Freeman McNeil. That was my error. You see the graves? Number two two on the list, 8,074. Howard, what else you got? Dude, I'll I'll trump your gray with this white that I've got sitting right here uh, and go with uh, an early 80s, one of my favorite running backs, just uh, uh, Johnny Hector. Johnny Hector. Wow. Five is alive at number five at 4,280. You got number three and number four on the list, friend. I'll be impressed if you can get one of them. I think I got one of them. I, it's the other one I'm worried about. I, I got them both, Freddie. So you, you, take your, you take your pick. I know Love my it. Jets running backs, baby. Love I know. Them. All right, I'm gonna say Emerson. Emerson Boozer. 
I think that's where my luck runs out. <laughs> 5,135 yards. He was number three. You're missing number four, Howard. Do you come on. We are not missing Matt Snell. Matt Snell, come on. Yeah. We, we, have, we have like the worst. Come on. It works. Wrap that to get back into it. It's one versus one right now. Now the questions get interesting. We got Fred versus Jeremy. This is round three. Here we go. I'm looking for winning percentages all time. And I'm looking for the top five franchises you guys have the best winning percentage against. Mm. Ooh. Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> All right. Oh, great thing about this one. Come on. Who do Green we have Bay. the best winning percentage against? Green Bay. Green Bay. Green Coming through with the Packers at number four. You guys are eight and four all time against the Packers, uh, 643 average. All right, Howard, you guys got control. What else you got? Um, I believe we've got a strong winning percentage against. Uh, gonna go with Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Yuccaneers. You're you're definitely not shivering your timbers because the you're against the Bucks. They are number one. You're ten and three all time against the Bucks. Unbelievable. Love it. All right, Fred. How about you? You got something else for me? Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. No boy. They, they were bad for so long. Well, so I'll, have, I'll have to look on the list where they're at for you. But yeah, not on this one. How about you, Howard? You got something else for us? Um yeah, I'm trying to think of who we don't have like a lengthy history against, but it's right. for so long. Like that's you know, kind of where I'm I'm mulling this over, right? For teams, just teams who were like really bad for so long. I mean, I gotta I got to think that we've got a great winning percentage against um damn I I know I know I'm sorry I'll just say Panthers I'll just blurt it out the Panthers All right, Fred, ball is in your court. So far, you got the Bucks at number one, and you got the Packers at number four. You're missing two, three, and five. And one Come on, Freddie. Remaining. Come on, Freddie. So the NFC North and Packers line. I'm going to go with stay in the division. Let's go with the. It's either the Lions or the Vikings. Let's go with the Vikings. The new man on the Minnesota Vikings. They are also, you are number three against the Vikings, also eight and four. All right, Howard. Pretty much time. All right, Howard. All right, Howard. Ball is now in your court. You're missing two and five. Boy, I got to tell you, I, I, don't, I don't feel confident here. I really don't. Um, I'm going to throw down, let's see. We have a good winning percentage against, how about the Chargers? They were kind of weak for a while. Let's go the with the Chargers. Super Chargers. <laughs> we got novellas on. Hey, that's due for 2023, baby. All right, Jude and Jeremy, you guys got a chance to steal it. You guys can talk right. amongst yourselves to get a to get a consensus if you like. All right, Jude, what do you think of Jacksonville? Oh. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. They don't got a long history. They don't. I was thinking Denver. It's either them reason. or nobody gets Denver, we used to lose to them in Denver all the time, though. But um, okay. the I was thinking Jacksonville or Detroit. Detroit. Detroit's because a Detroit good one. Detroit has a 
Yeah, they've been weak for but a Jackson while. But Jacksonville hasn't been around a long time. We beat them in the playoffs the first time we ever played them. We split the last two. So I'm thinking there's a chance that over those years, 2010, 2011. Because I'm, I'm thinking because we, we beat them 2018, I'm pretty sure, Donald's rookie year. And then we lost to them again. Like, we lost, we lost to them this year, beat them Wilson's rookie year. But then we <laughs> lost to them, I think, Donald's second year. All oh, right. I mean, I've right, already searched the internet for the answers here. <laughs> I, I, you, you guys have vamped long enough to like one of you is googling this. Go with your, your call. I say we go with Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> of the list number two was the Houston Texans. Oh, in three. They were pretty bad. Close. And number five, Cardinals, six mm. and four all time against the Cardinals. Damn, that's our best. That's one of our top records, six and four. <laughs> I know. Hey, listen, you do do we do what you got to do when you're the Jets? All right, let's go now to the my favorite side. It's gonna be first Howard and Jude up, and this is my favorite question for the Jets fans tonight. We're gonna stay with winning percentage, but let's go the opposite way. I'm looking for top five answers on the board. Give me the teams that you have the worst winning percentages against. Eagles. Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. We are absolutely terrible. Oh, and 12 all time. They own you. That's their green you got on. All right, guys. Jude and Jeremy, you you got the rest. Jeremy, your call. What do you got for the next one? Uh, whoosh. I'm gonna say Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers. Number four on the list, seven and eighteen <laughs> all time. All right, Jude, who you got? Patriots. New England Patriots. He wasn't. He wasn't around for the Steve Grogan years. He doesn't yeah, know. Okay. Yeah, I'm afraid you, you've played him too much over time. You know, it's just not. A, like, <laughs> I'm thinking too recent. Jeremy, how about you, friend? What you got? Uh wow. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's getting harder now. So uh, let's let's see who's been traditionally really good. The San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers. Number three on this list. Yes. Yeah, I didn't win yet. <laughs> I don't know what's going on backstage. I'm having a party back there. Three and 11. Um, you guys. That, that was just for me. I'm a 49ers fan. I love it. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Judge. We appreciate you. All right. <laughs> there you guys are 3 and 11 all time against the 49ers, number three on the list. All right. Jude, what you got? Uh, give me the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Another team team that was bad back in the day. Needs to be really bad. (laughs) You got number one with the Eagles. You got number three with the 49ers and number four with the Steelers. You're missing number two and number five with one strike left. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. I'm going to say... Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys. Where's cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> all right. Bend up. It's all on you, bud. Howard and Fred, can you steal this away? You got number two and five on this list out there. 
I think, I, think, I think you go with like a like a storied franchise, like an old school team, uh, you know, beating up on us. I, I would say that, you know, all those years of the Chicago Bears, uh, I don't think the Jets ever had the 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 stones to really stand up to the Bears <laughs> in the uh, in the seventies at all. So I'll go with Chicago. What are you, are you go with that, Fred? Uh, uh, Bender, um, I believe in Bender. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears are number five. You guys are four and nine against them all time. So number five on the list. And number two, you missed the Baltimore Ravens. You are two and ten all time against the Ravens. Check that out. All right. Well, congratulations to Howard and Fred. You are tonight's winners. This is the first time I won. Unfortunately, though, on our show, when we have a winner, we ultimately have a loser. So you're telling me there's a chance. What a game tonight, though. It was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that. We're going to go on to our next fantasy segment, bring our boys in. Um, Howard, obviously, you're a fantasy guy. You're welcome to hang out. You guys are welcome to hang out as well. But before we get into that, if you guys want to check check out now, um, you, this is your time to plug yourself. So, Jude, if you want to go ahead and plug your show. Oh, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. You, know, you can catch me Jude Jet Show on YouTube, on Jets on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for having me on tonight. It was it was fun doing trivia. I obviously don't know much. You know, my age is kind of showing here. But, uh, you know, thank you guys so much for having me on. It was, it was a fun time. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you had fun, and at least you learned something tonight, if anything. Yeah. Hey, where can we follow you and get all your great stuff, my friend? I'm on Jets Lounge Chaos. Every Wednesday night, I'll be on in like 15 minutes. The Wacky Wednesday Show, 10 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday night. Um, Sunday nights and reason, uh, recent name change, Jets Lounge, is I'm connected and partnering with the, the Jets Lounge on Twitter. So we're going to, we're actually really excited with the next few weeks. We're going to have uh, Braylon Edwards on the show. Um, we're trying to get Tony Richardson. And then we'll get the beat reporter for the last 25 years, Rich Samini, who covers the Jets. Rich Samini. Yeah, those are all the names of guests and people we're going to have on. They've had, the Jets Lounge have them on Twitter all the time. We're just going to get them on my channel on YouTube because we're kind of partnering with them and representing the Jets Lounge on YouTube. No name dropping in here, boy. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Listen, if you're a Jets fan, I don't know how you're not excited for sure. Um, very exciting stuff. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. We're going to do our fantasy focus when we come right back when I find that darn commercial. We'll be right back. Underdog Fantasy is here to save your post-fantasy football season blues. The easiest place to play and win with the Underdog Fantasy app. Get up to 20 times your money in a single night with our Pick'em contests. Grab some insurance when setting your picks and win even when one pick fails. Go online now and use the promo code. TSS to double your deposit up to $100. Sit gingerbread. Good girl. Righty. Uh, let's get on to our fantasy focus. We got the boys back in the building. I'm pretty excited because this shouldn't take too long. We are talking about the Jets. <laughs> Uh, I'm just making jokes, guys. Just making jokes. All right, let's go to the QB position. Obviously, we got Mr. Aaron Rodgers. We talked about the doc brought him up earlier, finishing QB 13 last year. 
Um, but he was 21 in fantasy points per game among QBs who played at least 10 games. So don't think Mr. Rogers is the Mr. Rogers of old is all I'm saying. Just temper the expectations. I got him right now at 16 only because it is a new face and a new place. A lot of new things to go on. It's hard for a QB to just walk into a new place and all, all, all of a sudden just be awesome. I mean, a la, it could be a little bit of Brett Favre, but it could not. We'll see. Um, I'm tempering my expectations, though, for Aaron Rodgers. Fred, I'm going to give you the floor. Actually, no, let's give our guests the floor first. Mr. Bender, let's give it to you first. Where do you, where do you feel like Mr. Rodgers is? How do you like Mr. Rodgers going in for fantasy right here? Um, you know, I mean, listen, I think that he's he's not a guy that you that you're gonna target as your QB one. I mean, he's probably, you know, outside that uh that, that top 12 QBs and, and will be probably, but you know, I mean it's it's a different kind of, of a want. There's some safety there with Rogers. I think the floor is high with him, right? So, you know, while you're probably not gonna see like a you know, a bunch of three hundred yard, you know, three touchdown games. I do think he can give you 250 and two on the regular on average probably. And so, you know, I mean, if, if that's the case, then, you know, then I think that he is a very serviceable uh, QB two for your roster. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't usually, you know, it depends on, on who the QB is that I draft, but you know, I, I don't often keep a backup QB unless the rest of the league is, uh, is drafting second QBs. Uh, heavily. So, you know, Rogers could be a guy who uh, might just be sitting on waivers for me uh, mid season. All right. You heard it. Jets fans, write it into Howard Bender, Roto buzz guy. <laughs> hey Jets. Aaron Rodgers is on your bench. Fred, is he on your bench for you? Um, I think in a 12 man league, I think he's 10 to 12. I, I still think he's a first round quarterback. I cannot, I, I was, while he was talking, I was honestly trying to write down 10 quarterbacks who are better with them. And I really couldn't. When I got to 10, 11, I was kind of shaky. I mean, I got Adam Mahomes, Burrow, Watson, Hurts, Herbert, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I, once I got to 10, and 11, I was like, okay, he could fit right there at 10, 11. So I think in a 12-man league, I think, he, you know, he could be in a starting quarterback in a, in a 12-man roster. All right, Nick, how about you, my friend? Where do you where do you got our guy at? I'm not, actually, Doc gave you away, but go ahead. Tell us what you got. You're, on, you're on mute, sir. Might be a good thing. All right, Justin, while he fixes that, how about you? Where you got Mr. Rogers at? Um, so... Fred, I, I get your argument there, but I think you're thinking more along the lines of like quarterbacks for the NFL, not quarterbacks for fantasy. Um, I could probably name about 15 quarterbacks better for fantasy. Than... <laughs> Let me get Justin, my list. Justin, let's right go now. back and forth, man. I can do it with you here. Ready? I'll go first. Josh Allen. Got him. Patrick Mahomes. Got him. Jalen Hurts. Got him. Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow. Got him, got him. Justin Fields. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> got him, got him. Even Dak Prescott. No. <laughs> Trevor <No>. Lawrence. <laughs> he said no, no, no. Hey, I'll, I'll so throw this out there because it is higher to us. Okay, uh, Deshaun Watson. That's 12. Okay. Ooh, 12. That's a tough one right there. Daniel um, Jones. No, that rushing ability. Don't give me that stinky look there, Freddie. <laughs> Don't you do that. Dude, you guys are pushing it with Prescott Jones and uh, Tua. <laughs> Anthony Richardson. Um, but that, that's the whole point is that there's no rushing upside to him, Fred. There's sure. nothing there for him to, like, get extra touchdowns, get extra yards. Rodgers was running out in the pocket, and he pulled a freaking hamstring or a calf or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> He's old, man. He's old. I, I love him as a quarterback. I still think he can sling that ball around there. I think Garrett Wilson's going to have a hell of a year. But he's my QB 18 for a reason right now, and that's because he's got no upside outside of being a passer. Nick, how about like you, my right. friend? Well, like it is right. June, so uh, I'm going to say right now that he's 11. Uh, because as I'm looking at my, my, my rankings, everyone else underneath him has either a took a step backward or is unproven. You got all your rookies and then you got guys like your, you know, Jones, your two is who can't stay upright. Your Derek cars who, 
who can't play well uh, midseason on. You got your Stafford, who's who's got a broken arm. So I mean, you got, uh, and then you got Kyler Murray, who who fell to number twenty for me. So at this point, it's June. So uh, I'm going to say he's at eleven. Great analysis, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest analysis all evening. That's awesome. All right, let's go to the running back position, something you're actually might be good at. Uh, Brees Hall this year, the Jets. I mean, listen, he last year um, he was RB6 and half PPR points and just seven games played, 15.4. He, like I said earlier, Brees Hall has the juice. I actually disagree with Dr. Miller. He is my boy. He is correct that there is a lot of um, – data that will confirm that once after an ACL, you do take a significant drop in fantasy points. However, he didn't play a whole season last year. So I like Brees Hall and I like him. You guys mentioned the schedule. And again, not but I know the schedule may, may be different, but from those teams, you got teams that don't have very good rushing defenses. I like Brees Hall a lot, actually, and I have him ranked number eighth overall right now again it is early so that's where i got and i got michael carter right now number 56 because who knows who their backups they were playing a bunch of ty johnson a lot zonovan knight they're playing a bunch of different guys uh for his uh, backup role so i like Brees hall a lot um it depends really if something happens to him i'm not really sure you guys that's why i got the experts in to tell me who else to get so howard what say you about the jets running backs um i mean listen i think I think Brees Hall can be a top 15 running back this season. I think that there's, there's obviously some trepidation, you know, you you just don't know how a guy is going to come back from an ACL situation. And, and, you know, from everything that I've kind of, you know, listened to and, and read through and, and, you know, tried like fishing for information, um, you know, there's, there's optimism that he'll, you know, be able to start the season on time, but, you know, we're still kind of, you know, in that gray area. So I do kind of worry about that uh, just, you know, a little bit, but I mean, you know, the running back position is such a, a you know, uh, such a crazy position because you don't have, you know, real traditional bell cows like you used to. There's a lot more shared backfields out there. So to know that if he's healthy, Brees Hall will see the majority of touches in that offense. Now it won't be as heavy a run scheme as it was with uh uh, with Lafleur as the uh, as the you know offensive coordinator, but you know if Brees Hall is going to get himself you know sixteen to twenty touches on average per game, dude, I'm I'm definitely in for that, and I think that if he is healthy, he can be explosive. So, but I'll I'll just err on the side of caution, say top fifteen. Makes sense. And I will say what excites me more is that little dump off from Aaron. That's what really excites me uh, for Brees Hall. Fred, what say you about the running backs? Definitely top 10. I don't like any running back behind him. Mark, Michael Carter Williams stepped back. Bam Knight stepped back. I mean, that's why we went and drafted our fourth round running back. I mean, I haven't read today that they we are a dark horse about Dalvin Cook. So, of course, there must be some type of worry about Brees Hall and if, if any injury happens to him again. But I think he's a top 10 quarterback. He was an absolute tear. Here comes the old man comment for you. They hit a lot faster when you're 22 years old than when you're 30, 35. So he should be perfectly fine by the time he comes back. I mean, he got hurt way back in October. It's been almost, a, you know, by the time season starts, it'll be almost a year. So I don't see him having any adjustment period. I heard he's on the side running. I think he's going to have a great season. Yeah, I, I will say from someone who has had ACL issues and stuff, I, I it's not necessarily about him coming back and being ready. It's definitely something, especially I've never been at that level, but to have men um, you know, who are big animals gunning for you and going for those legs that you just got surgically repaired, it definitely puts a little yourself on edge a little bit. So you that's where I think you see the intimidation a little bit in the numbers. Justin, what say you? Yeah, I think we're downplaying the ACL a little bit too much here. I, I think he's still going to be a top 15. I, I have him at 15 exactly right now. But I think he's going to be more of a second-half guy. You know, we saw last year J.K. Dobbins really came on in the second half. He was looking putrid in the first half, and it was because I don't think a lot of people really got it. Like, this guy just came back from – I know it's like a routine surgery to these guys, but to any of us, it's a major freaking surgery. You know what I mean? 
Uh, so, you know, I, they have the best doctors, they have the best training staff, but at the end of the day, he's still got to go out there and he's still got to perform on a, a leg that was just surgically operated on. I think it's going to take a little bit of time. I like him as somebody to get on your team if you're going RB heavy as your RB2, because in that way you can have somebody who you can count on for sure, and then you can have somebody for that back-end play towards a playoff push. Um, but still overall, he's going to be talented. And, you know, Aaron Jones is somebody that comes to mind. If he can get going like Aaron Jones did in that Packers offense, he's going to hit a level of success where he's going to be catching passes at a high rate. He's going to be a PPR demon. I mean, we saw what he could do when they got the ball in his hands last year. I mean, literally the play that he got hurt on was like, what, like an 80-yard run? It was freaking crazy. So I'm really leaning on the side of caution here, but I still think he can finish in that 15 position. Nick, what say you, sir? Uh, well, there's not really much left to say after all that. So uh, I have him at 10. And again, the pause is is the ACL. Uh, you guys said everything, how he catches uh, the dump offs in the backfield and the yada, yada, yadas. And then I got Michael Carter uh, at 59 because Michael Carter Williams plays for the Orlando Magic, Freddie. Uh, you know, I hope, I hope Michael Carter averages more than 4.3 points a game. Like, uh, Michael Carter Williams does, uh, for, for fantasy sake anyway. So yeah, so that's where I have them respectively. And I think it's going to be a heavy run offense anyway, because again, Aaron Rodgers is 38. So he's not going to be back there slinging it 60 times a game. I do like the correlation though, with the magic and the jets. That's a good call there. All right, let's move yeah, on. They both to suck. <laughs> Let's talk about the receivers real quick. Garrett Wilson, I got him 15. Um, obviously, a step up. He's a great wide receiver as it is, and he's got now Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sure it's going to take a little bit to get the chemistry, but I'm sure Aaron Rodgers is also going to feed him early and often to get that chemistry because that's what it takes, um, and Aaron Rodgers knows that. So like that. I got Alan Lazard, 52. I'm just not sure about the other guys. For Carl Harmon right now, 75. Randall Cobb. Now, listen, I don't have him even ranked right now. Like, I don't even know where he'd be. But we've talked about him many times on the show in a red zone monster for Aaron Rodgers for some reason. So watch out for that. You know, late, if you want to put a late flyer on someone, Randall Cobb's not a bad guy to take a flyer on. Uh, Howard, what say you, sir? Um, I mean, Garrett Wilson is easily a top 10 wide receiver for me this year. I think he's, I mean, we, we saw, I mean, with, with garbage quarterback play, Last year, I mean, he looked absolutely fantastic. Um, you know, yeah, I, I expect Rodgers to kind of maybe do a little bit of an early lean towards, you know, uh, throwing Lazard some targets while he gets comfortable. You know, that's the thing. I mean, he's got that rapport. Uh, forget Randall Cobb. Like, I don't even. Yeah, I don't. I don't have him ranked. I got Lazard like right outside, like the top fifty, because I do think that there will be a little bit of a lean to him. But you know. Aaron Rodgers knows that the ticket to his success uh, is going to be getting the ball into the hands of Garrett Wilson and let Garrett Wilson do what Garrett Wilson does. Yards after the catch, strong play, crisp running, you know, route running. I think that we've got um, just a, an absolute fantastic guy here. And now you've got a guy who, you know, can get him the ball, will get him the ball. Growing pains, maybe a little bit in training camp. But I think these guys get off the ground running this season, actually. So, yeah, I'm big on Garrett Wilson again. Like it. Fred, how about you? I agree with Mr. Bender. <laughs> I'm saving you some time. <laughs> Fred with the great analysis from Mr. Bender. All right, Justin, how about you? <laughs> yeah, I think it was a positive sign that he showed up for minicamp. Uh, he's not going to leave uh, Garrett Wilson hanging all season long like he did Christian Watson. Uh, I like him as uh, wide receiver eight. Alan Lazard's 53. A lot of that's because he struggled with injury problems in the past. And um, Randall Cobb, he didn't even make my list. <laughs> I, I like, just threw him like, in there. Deep, dark guy. Listen, I, we're going to play this back later if he becomes something. I'm going to be like, remember that time I said? And then, yeah, that's – and then we'll play this back when he does nothing, too. He wasn't Nick, even on my list. I'll say it again. <laughs> I told you he wasn't on my list. Nick, how about you, sir? Uh, well, so I have mine. I have um, 
I have him ranked a little bit lower than anybody else. I have him at 12 right right now. Uh, not to say, say that he's he's going to stay there. Uh, he's he's sandwiched right in between Waddle and and Watson. So so he's in good good company. I didn't want to drop Watson be, just because of jo- Jordan Love, even though he probably will fall. But at right now, being that it's June, uh, I'm going to have him at 12th. Um, and watch out, watch out for Randall Cobb, uh, uh, Karen Rogers key keychain. He's, he's going to pop off and have a Tunyon game. Watch. He's, right. he's going to have a Tunyon game this year. Two for Cobb, two for Cobb. That's all I got to say right now. All right, let's wrap this up and we'll talk about these two positions together. I got, um, right now I got Tyler Conklin as you're going to be your main tight end at number 13. I think he's kind of low ceiling, but he's got a high floor. Um, if Aaron Rodgers gets off with him. So I like him. Um, you know, he finished uh, 17th last year. Um, and that was with, again, we keep talking about the poorest QB play. And Jet Steve, what else can I say? They are good. I got them ranked number four. Um, the only thing that holds me back from being like, hey, jump up and get the Jets defense is the top part of the schedule. We talked about that too. And you're playing some pretty high, high octane offenses in your own division, which is two games as well. So that's my only um, hold back with the Jets defense, but I like them a lot as an option this season. Howard, what say you, my friend? Yeah, the, the tight end room is is mediocre. I'd rather see him hit his pass catchers. I'd rather see him build a rapport with the receiving, with, you know, Michael Hardman, uh, you know, even. I, so I don't I don't love the, the tight end group. I mean, Tyler Conklin, if you're drafting him in fantasy, no, I mean – you probably shouldn't. I, you know, he's definitely not a top 12 uh, tight end that you're going to be wanting to rely on. So uh, mediocre at best. Yeah, Jets D, yeah, why not? Absolutely. I mean, you know, the key to the, the, you know, a, a strong defensive unit uh, for fantasy is you got to get the team that has the turnovers, right? I mean, that's just – that's what it comes down to. It comes down to ball hawking, uh, and, you know, which is something that you'd like to do. But I do worry that you know, teams are now going to start – throwing away from sauce Gardner, and that's, you know, and like all of a sudden that kind of, you know, takes away some of the allure of, you know, of him, you know, making more interceptions, making more plays. We've just seen that with so many, you know, top cover corners uh, over the years where we've just seen like after year one, maybe year two, teams just stop throwing against them. And then you're like, okay, so where are we at? So I'll, I'll still, I'll take the Jets D in every fantasy league if people are going to leave him for me in one of the last two rounds. <laughs> heard heard that. I like it. What do you say, Fred? Uh totally in agreement. Um tight end is not that good. Even though I want to see what the young kid does um that we just drafted. Uh what the heck's his name? Is it Rucker? Uh no, no, no. It's um uh, uh, Kyle Brady. Zach Koontz. Rucker. Yeah, Jerry Rucker. Koontz. Koontz. Oh. Uh, I want to see how he does, but honestly, it, it ain't gonna matter. It, it's all about the Jets defense. I said at the beginning of the show, top three defense. I think Will McDonald has a decent year. He's gonna come into his own. Gonna get more sacks this year. Top three defense. Top three defense. He got the sauce. Justin, what say you? Uh, hot take. None of the Jets tight ends finish in the top thirty. Hot take. <laughs> Zero. Why is that? Because they're each gonna have a game where they get somewhat some attention from Aaron Rodgers. Uh Aaron Rodgers loves to kind of do that type of stuff. I agree with Fred. I like Zach Koontz. Um, but I also like Jeremy Ruckert last year. So what the fuck do I know? Um, but just looking at this this schedule, there's a lot uh to like about it. You're playing the NFC South and you're playing the NFCs. Now, obviously, that means you play the Eagles. But, you know, the rest of it is kind of not the greatest as far as a high-scoring offense. I mean, the Cowboys are hit and miss. The Giants are very hit and miss. Um, And then the Commanders are just, Jesus Christ, get out of here. So, you know, pair that with the the Bucks, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Saints. I love the defense. I think there's going to be a lot of turnovers. I think there's going to be a lot more sacks this year. I think it's going to be a good year to have the New York Jets defense. I like you. I like you, Nick. What say you? Everything that everyone said, because they said everything that, that, that I could have possibly said. And I think the Jets will be a top eight defense this year. I said, a, I think it was last year, and you laughed at me, uh, uh, Cooper. They have it. They had a championship defense. They, they, just, had a, they just had a crappy-ass quarterback. That, they couldn't get him anywhere. Uh, so they'll, they'll be a top eight, especially playing that schedule. 
Nick, yeah, I would motherfucker. Nick, I would never laugh at you, so that's completely false. <laughs> that's right. a complete lie because We're, because you do it all the time. We are going to head out. Howard, can you th- first of all thank you? We love you. We appreciate you. It is a blessing to have you in our studio. We appreciate you being here. Let everyone know where they can follow, subscribe, get all of your wonderful content, sir. Uh, you guys can hear me on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm all over at FantasyAlarm.com, and the Twitter handle is right here. Love. At RotoBuzzGuy. You can reach out to me uh, over there. So, and, and I, I do do a fantasy football column for the New York Post, so if you are in the New York area, there you go. Check it out. Indeed, nothing like a Howard Bender article. We appreciate you being in, my friend. Appreciate you as always. Listen, Nick, tomorrow night, by the way, I'll let you go. I, I don't know how I got in that rotation. I'll make sure you get first dibs since, you know, everyone. That's fine. I'm sorry. I know you're, you were starting to pout a little bit at the end. All right. So let's get it on. We're going to get out of here. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. 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 Hold, 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 hold on. I got to p- piss off Cooper. Howard. Howard, yes. What do you think about Josh Naylor this year? Is he a pickup? Oh, <laughs> Josh Naylor. I mean, I mean, are you are you bereft Naylor, of power and you need to add that? <laughs> Go ahead. But, I mean, he's I got thir- he's got thirty three points in the last seven days. See you tomorrow night for the Patriots. We're out of here. I don't want to hear Nick anymore about dang baseball. Love you guys. We appreciate you, and we are out.